0: But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6 through 8. What I thought we'd talk about today is having a home that is not over full and that can be tidied. Not super quickly, but mediocrely quickly. (laughs) Well, mainly what I mean is just having a home that we can manage. Now, someone who hasn't been to my house for a couple of years could think that it would be impossible that I could be talking about having a home that you can manage with not too much stuff. This is a journey that uh, only started in my own life a couple of years ago. Growing up, I didn't really learn to pick up after myself. I learned how to more project clean. We're having people over on Friday, so I need to get my room clean by Friday. Okay, great. Thursday night or Friday morning, I will just quickly, well, not so quickly. I will spend my time then to get it clean so that when people are over, my room is clean. But the next day after our company had come, it's right back to a mess because I just wasn't in the habit of putting things away at all. I would leave my stuff around the house also. And my mother, being very gracious, would just pick up our stuff and leave it in a pile at the top of the stairs going towards our room. And we would pick it up and then put it in our room when we'd go. So that's how I grew up. And I never really had the skills to keep tidy. And so naturally, when I was a grown up, I had no skills to keep tidy. And so This isn't everyone's problem. I know some people are just naturally tidier people. They like that, and that's just how they are. And some people were diligently taught when they were young, and that's super great. That was not me, and I know that's not the case for a lot of people. And if we don't learn those skills, because it is a skill, then we can end up living in a home that is total chaos, a complete disaster, doesn't feel nice for guests to be in, isn't a blessing to our family, and on the contrary, can actually be really destructive to the family. And that might sound a little bit dramatic, but let me explain. Different people have different clutter thresholds or clutter tolerances or however you might want to call it, the amount of mess and, and stuff that you can put up with, And when you have too much stuff in your home, it can make you more angry. And if you have an area that you expect to be clean, but it's never clean because there's too much stuff or not a reasonable system that people can work within to keep things tidy, it can make you angry. And this would be me. I have only really been on this decluttering and having a reasonable amount of stuff for my home for a couple of years. And so before I did, we just had a lot of stuff. Now, I never thought that I had a lot of stuff. I didn't feel like I had a lot of stuff, but I had a lot of stuff. Now, one area where we had too much stuff was the basement, and that was our playroom. And we just had so many toys, all kinds of random toys some mcdonald's toys some good toys some dollar store toys all kinds of toys some things that were missing pieces some kind of everything and basically when people offered us something that they had we would just take it because we thought oh that's nice and our kids can use it and whatever and so it's not even that we bought a ton of toys but we just had so many toys and every once in a while, I would have to go through this whole big thing to try to get it all organized and everything could have a bin to go in. And so the, the floor would be clean. And then within a day or two, I would come downstairs and the basement would just be wrecked. It would be such a mess. And I would come down the stairs and I would be so angry. I would just be so angry because I thought I just cleaned this two days ago and now it's a big mess. And then I would tell the children to clean and it would just be hours and they would be accomplishing basically nothing. And so then I would say, okay, you're going to pick up this, this type of item. So you go through and you you pick up those things. Okay. This other child, you go and you do the Lego blocks or whatever. And Everything would just always come out and just become this big disaster. And when I would come downstairs, it was just so beyond um, the clutter threshold that I could handle. I would just get upset. And there was no system that my kids could reasonably do to really clean that room with the skills that they had and with the amount of stuff that there was that it was just so laborious for them. And they hated cleaning the room. And I would get frustrated because they're not doing a good job. They're not doing it quickly enough. We have other things we need to do. And I didn't realize that, okay, there's there's multiple things that are wrong here and they're basically all my fault. So that's just one example of how having just too much stuff and an untidy house can be destructive towards the family. I just remember just having so much tension in our relationships on those days when the basement was a giant mess. And I'm just not the most patient because I was just so angry when I would see that mess. And um, and so, yeah, I, I had a lot of repenting to do, a lot of asking forgiveness to my children to do from those days. Um, and I just, I thank the Lord that I could just come across resources that were really practically helpful in, um, in, making my house more manageable. And so that's what I hope to share with you today. So I guess I'll just mention the the resources that I found that were very helpful. I actually never intended to pursue any type of decluttering or minimalism. Uh, my husband and I are board game people, and I was looking up the best way to store board games. And the YouTube algorithm just basically took that to mean that I'm interested in home organization, which at the time was not true. And I mean, I wouldn't say that's a great passion that I have now, but decluttering, yes. And so the YouTube algorithm blessed me with The Minimal Mom. So it's just a YouTube channel and she gives practical tips to simplify your home. And the way that she would just phrase things and suggestions she would give were super helpful. So that's one person I would recommend. And then she recommended a book called Decluttering at the Speed of Life by Dana K. White. And I got that from the library. It was truly life-changing. And then I also read Marie Kondo's book about tidying up. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it all the way, but I might reference some things from it. So I will mention it. I do think one thing that needs to be said about Marie Kondo is that she is from a Shinto background. And so we need to remember to filter out the things that she's teaching through that because it is definitely coming through in her book and in her way of decluttering. So it's not that we can't glean some helpful things. I think we very much can. But as in all things, we need to be discerning of that. The christianminimalism.com website has a good article on it. And she talks about a couple of these things as well. You know, just how she greets the living space, thanks, um, items for their, for their labor and taps on things to wake them up. Um, this isn't Christian or true. And so we should not, you know, just accept those things into our lives. Another thing I will just mention about Marie Kondo and her style of going through all of your items and seeing if they spark joy. Well, for a hoarder, everything sparks joy. So this isn't a good way to do it. And anyway, we need to store our treasures in heaven, not on earth, and so we don't just keep something because it sparks some joy. Now, I think I'll just mention this here. Um, here and there, I mention minimalism, and what that means might vary for different people. And I'm not really a true minimalist. A true minimalist would probably scoff at some of the items we own in our home, Um, but it's really a personal thing what is going to be in your home. And when I talk about minimalism, I maybe talk about it a bit more broadly. And the reason I don't really get hung up on it is because, I mean, the goal is not really minimalism necessarily. There's no specific value in not having things if your house is not practical and it's not able to be used for the things that it's, that we should be using it for. Our goal is to glorify God in our home, to love and serve our families in our home, to practice hospitality in our own home and so on and so forth. And so I use the word minimalism because it's really, it's a helpful picture to just really minimize the amount of stuff that we have compared to what many in our culture have or what you may personally have in your home just to get rid of stuff so that you can manage your home better so that you can not hoard if that's the type of thing that you struggle with Um, so that you can yeah have maybe a more harmonious home because you are not living above your clutter threshold um, or that your children aren't exasperated every time they need to clean something up. There are lots of reasons why it is really helpful for us to minimize the amount of stuff that we have. Um, Certainly what it's going to look like for one person will be completely different for another person. Everyone's homes are different. The size of your home, the layout of your home, the things that you do in your home. Um, So that's all going to make a difference on what you need to own. So the minimal mom on YouTube, they just have a bare minimum amount of dishes, maybe like one dish per person of each type or something like that. But we have people in our home constantly. And so that would be a whole lot of waste if I was going to use paper plates or something like that. I'm not really actually sure what they do for their guests. When they have guests, they live like on an acreage or something. So it's not as much of a thing. I live in the city and we have people over all the time. So For us, it's practical to have many dishes so that we can serve other people in that way when they come into our home. And so, yeah, what different people are living like is going to make a big difference on what you want to have in your home. But one thing that I really appreciate from The Minimal Mom is she talks about the things in her home as inventory to manage. And that was a really helpful idea for me to start thinking through. So when you have, you know, the example continued of our playroom. Our old playroom, just had way too much inventory to manage. Nobody could manage it. It was not practical and it was just way too much. And so, yeah, it was too much for the space. It was too much for my children and it was too much for the system that we had. And so, yeah, just looking at things as inventory to manage, you know, if you have towels out the wazoo and you can't Fit them all into your closet because you actually just have too many towels. Because maybe you already had some and you were gifted some for your wedding, and then you got some beach towels for the kids for the summer or whatever it might be, and you can't handle all your towels. Well, maybe that's just too much inventory to manage. And so we need to downsize on whatever it might be. In this case, towels. And did I use that example because I have a pile of towels sitting in front of me? Yes, I did. But it works. So If you have too many towels, just donate some towels. As we think about our inventory in a certain area, some helpful things to ask are do I use it? Or will I use it for sure? Because many things we own can be useful, but we don't put them to use. And so it's really common you could have something that is yeah, a really fantastic thing and maybe you caught it on sale or it was gifted to you or you actually bought it at a full price and you really thought you'd use it and you don't. And now you don't want to get rid of it because it's a useful thing and you spent money on it or it was a gift and someone else spent money on it and, um, and you don't actually use it. And there's a difference between something being useful and being used. And so one thing when we think about the objects that we have, okay, is it being used or will it inevitably be used? An example of something that will for sure be used is I have a rain suit that I got on clearance at Costco for my daughter that she can use next year. So that's worth storing, even though we don't have a ton of space in our townhouse to be storing things, but I'll make space to store that because it was a very good price and it will for sure be used But something like a workout set of DVDs that you have already put onto your computer so that you can use them as digital files instead, Um, and you're just keeping the thing because you might one day possibly use it on a DVD player, maybe that's not worth keeping. And right now I'm talking to myself about the uh, set of DVDs that I have sitting next to me in a basket of other stuff that I need to figure out with no real home. But yes, inventory, usefulness. Is it being used? Am I for sure going to use it? Another great thing to ask ourselves is, do I have place to store it? Do I have a place where this thing can have a home so that everything has a place where it can go? When I need to put something away, it's not, oh, where does this go? It's, oh, I'm going to go put this where it lives. And so that's a really important thing. Do we have space for it? And sometimes we might need to actually get rid of something that we like or is kind of useful, but we don't have space for. I recently moved from the same exact layout of a townhouse to a different townhouse. And when we moved, I just decided I'm not going to keep stuff that doesn't fit. If it doesn't fit in my home, if it's going to just kind of wander around feeling just making our house feel so cluttered, I'm just going to get rid of it. And so some things I had, you know, a potato masher, and sometimes I wish I maybe had a potato masher, but I use something else instead. I have not had any um, terrible things happen to us since we got rid of our potato masher, but I just, I don't have a drawer for utensils and my little utensil tin is full of other things that I use almost daily. And so mashing potatoes, I don't do that daily. So even though it's useful and I use it sometimes, because I don't have space for it, I got rid of it. In decluttering at the speed of life, Dana K. White talks about the container method. And she just talks about how everything in your house is a container. Every room is a container. And every piece of furniture in that room is a container. And that container has containers as well. And a container isn't merely to hold stuff. It's to contain things and to give limits to things. And so a room is a container and it can hold so many storage furniture pieces. It can only hold so many bookshelves or dressers or tables or what have you. And so that room has limits as to what you can put into it. And this is something that was really shocking to me because in my mind, if you have too much stuff, you need to buy more storage solutions. But a room has limits as to how much furniture it can hold. And so you need to recognize that that room is a container and can give you those limits for what it's going to hold. And then your shelf is also then another container to contain all the stuff that you have. And so an example would be books. Um, I have many books and I've had many more books than I have right now. And so I used to have a lot of bookshelves, too many for the rooms that we had. And so the room felt very cramped. It held a lot of great books, but it wasn't really comfortable being in the room just because it felt like these bookshelves were towering over you. And so how the container method would apply to that is that the bookshelf is the limit for the books. And so... (laughs) when the bookshelf is full of the books, then you don't buy more books to put on it unless you're going to get rid of one. So your, your shelf is your limit and that's how many you can have. And so when we moved, we got rid of some bookshelves. I realized that the rooms were too small for how many I had. So I got rid of some and then we got a different shelf that fit the space better. And then for the books that my husband and I own, that was the limit for the books that we own. And so what I did was I took all of our books and saw how much can reasonably fit on the shelf. And then I, from there, went and picked the ones that I wanted to keep that were worth putting on that shelf. And anything that couldn't fit then needed to go. And now if I want to, to purchase a book, I think is there something else that I can get rid of because we do the one in one out method. So if I'm going to put one more in there, one needs to come out. And so I don't just continue to purchase a bunch of books because I actually don't have space for them. And what's actually interesting is when I did downsize all of our books, I didn't get rid of anything that my husband wanted to keep. I didn't go through this on my own. I actually exclusively got rid of my own books because my husband is more reasonable with the books that he owns. And so as it turns out, I could downsize our book selection to even have some more space where I could fit more books on our shelf. And so sometimes just going through, you know, asking ourselves, is this actually going to be used again? Yes or no, can really be quite telling. But yeah, if you don't have space for it, then you don't need to keep it. You know, if you have too many dresses for your closet and your closet is overflowing and you can't close your closet door or stuff's always falling off the hangers because it's just so crowded in there. Well, then you have too many dresses for that container. So that has really helped us with managing our inventory. And it's also very easy to teach to children. So in our basement toy room, instead of having 8 million stuffies, we have one container where the stuffies go and when we were decluttering the stuffed animals i asked the children i said okay so hey this is the container that we have this is where our stuffies are going to go we are going to go through our stuffies and keep what can fit in here because this is the space that we have this is the amount that we can keep so we're just going to go through and see which ones we prefer and then whatever doesn't fit after we've chosen our favorite ones then those ones we can get rid of and i I always love to teach my children in these moments also about what we value as believers, because it's easy for children to, you know, with their finite, little finite, little worldviews that just haven't experienced that much for them to think that a certain toy or stuffed animal or whatever it is just has infinite value. And so I really love to intentionally teach my kids when we're decluttering to talk to them and say, Hey, you know what? Yes, we enjoy these things. And God has given us a lot of things that we can enjoy in the world. But these things are not things that we love. They're things that we have, and we don't need them. And we have many eternal joys and blessings that we have in Christ. And we have one another, we have our family, we have friends, we have neighbors, the list goes on and on. And so I always try to take those moments also just to remind them that, you know, we don't value things above other people. And even just explain to them, when we have too much stuff, it can become frustrating for them to clean up. It can be frustrating for me when the mess gets too big. And we don't want to value those things above having a home that's easy for us to take care of so that we can love one another more easily. And then another thing for just thinking about the inventory we have to manage. Another really helpful question is, is it easy enough to put away? Because a big part of keeping tidy is putting things away. That's obvious. But being able to put them away more easily is really helpful and conducive to keeping a tidier home. And this goes for our children and it goes for ourselves as well. I know if I can hang up my hoodie on a hook that is not full of 40 other hoodies, that's really much more easy for me to do. And so if I have so many hoodies that everything is spilling over, then maybe I need to get rid of some of those hoodies. Um, And so, yeah, if it's not easy to put away because I have too much other stuff, then that's an issue to deal with. If it's not easy enough to put away because the place is impractical, then maybe that item needs a new home. And by home, I mean space in your house. Um, On that topic, uh, Conmarie actually had a a kind of a helpful summary, and she said that clutter is a result of one of two things. One, too much effort is required to put things away, or two, it is unclear where things belong. Um, In my opinion, there's a third one that you have too much junk in your house, but that wasn't her point. That was maybe my add-on. And then she says tidying is made up of two things. One, deciding whether or not you want to keep something and two, deciding where to put it. And that is a helpful little summary Um, because I think, yeah, the first half of managing your home on this topic is just getting rid of stuff, getting it out of your home, whether by selling it or giving it away or throwing it away or recycling or donating, whatever it might be. But just getting that inventory out of our homes, out of our hands, so that we no longer have to manage it. And then from there, making sure that we have places for everything else. And then I would also tack on another thing to just be diligent about what we are bringing back into our homes. It is really helpful for us to evaluate our purchasing because we don't just want to get rid of stuff and then you know, you're at Costco or whatever and you see, oh wow, that toy is a great deal. And so you just buy it because you love great deals or whatever it is. You know, if it's a secondhand thing or someone asks if you want something and you just take it, you know, we need to be mindful about what we're bringing into our home so that we don't just give ourselves the same headache we had before. And really to just appreciate what we can do with less is really helpful. We don't want to merely consume because we can. We don't want to consume because that's what those around us are doing. That's what our culture dictates to us. We want to make intentional choices for our homes, for our families, for um, the things that we spend our money on. I think that's a huge thing when it comes to this. We, We can spend a lot of money on ourselves. And if we can be more intentional to not spend money on frivolous things, we can use that money for things that are building up the Lord's kingdom instead of our own. And so that's really helpful to remember as well. And that will look different for every person and every family, because we don't all have the same lives and the same homes and the same resources and the same gifts that God has given us. And we don't, even if, you know, we have similar gifts, we don't all use them in the same way. And so it's not to say, well, a minimalist view is that you have one paintbrush and that's it. Even though you love to serve the Lord through your artwork, but minimalism says one. So that's it. Of course not. That's why we have a more broad view of what, you know, having just a manageable home or if you want to call it minimalist, or maybe you don't even want to call it that. I don't really call myself a minimalist. I just think the idea of minimizing is helpful. And maybe it goes into that because we don't want to just be piling over with stuff. But anyway, this is really a very personal and really case to case thing. So hopefully some principles that were in here are helpful. Um, I mean, mainly too much stuff is hard to put away. And so if you want your house to be more manageable, get rid of stuff. That's the summary. Godliness with contentment is great cane. And we're not going to take any of this stuff to heaven with us. I have a friend that said that from time to time, she tells her kids that we are packing light for heaven. And I think that's really helpful. Um, She also said that it's nice to unburden ourselves of stuff and we can bless others with our stuff where we can. And on that note, I will just wrap up this episode. There are a bunch of practical things that I could still keep talking about. And I mean, you could just go read, Decluttering at the speed of life. If you wanted to get more practical tips, she has a ton, and that would be my number one resource to recommend. But at the end of the day, if we can, yeah, be content with what we have and just recognize that it is really nice to unburden ourselves with stuff and to, yeah, make intentional decisions to have things in our home that keep it peaceable and make it functional but not overwhelming to us while still allowing us to serve well, I think that's really fantastic. So hopefully something in here was helpful. If you listen to this and it wasn't, then I think that's really great that you have been blessed with a skill that lots of people weren't. Um, And you should praise the Lord and thank him for that and help us who who don't have that. Um, But yeah, all glory to the Lord in our homes, no matter where we're at. May the Lord guide us and direct us in everything that we do, every decision we make, and yeah, every day that we live as we seek to live our lives to glorify him as we serve in our homes. Thanks for joining me this week, and I look forward to seeing you again next time.